This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hello, everyone. My name is Erin Trelore, and I am the host of Raw Beauty Talks. We're taking you behind the highlight reel of the world's biggest influencers and wellness gurus to get a raw glimpse of what beauty, health, and wellness look like in today's world so that you can feel your absolute best in your body and in your life. Hey everyone, it is Erin here, and I'm so excited to be back for my second solo episode. I had no idea how the first one was going to go, but the response was so amazing. So we are going to make this a regular thing, and I can't wait. I really want these solo episodes to almost be like a personal coaching session for you, if you want it, okay? If you don't, click off, no offense taken, but we're going to have some fun together if you decide to stick around. I really want you to actively participate in these sessions, to do the exercises, to really allow them to help you connect with yourself a little bit deeper and to really allow them to help you cultivate that life that you're looking for. So this next episode is a really special one for me. We're going to talk about creating that life that you dream of and reaching your goals and bringing your wildest dreams to life because this is something that has been a huge driving force for me since I was a really little girl. I touch on this conversation and this topic in a previous podcast with Danielle Laporte, but I didn't feel like we got to go quite deep enough on it. And I wanted to really wrap things up with a nice bow and give you some tools that you can take into your own life. So here we are, and we're going to dive into it. Okay. I have always personally been a goal setter since I was a really, really little girl. I used to even, I found the other day when I was at my mom's house and we were kind of going through some old buckets of like school stuff she kept. And we found these to-do lists that I'd written over the summer for when I was on summer vacation of things like taking the pop cans back to make $1 and have three lemonade stands and jump off the dock and play with Christine and Nicole. It was hilarious. And I realized you know, this is really something that I have been doing for a long time. I find so much safety in having big, beautiful goals that I'm working towards. And for a long time, I've used them as a foundation to sort of leap off of and to create these walls. If you're picturing my life as a home that provides structure. So as I'm making decisions, they're all sort of housed and we're, we're all moving in one direction. So it was a little disheartening when my therapist said to me, you know, Aaron, I hate to break it to you, but these goals that you're setting for yourself are actually driving you insane. Like they're most likely at the heart of what is causing these burnouts that you seem to be having cyclically, that are driving this pattern of burnout that you're experiencing. In that moment, she challenged me to release my relationship with goal setting, to let it go, to set it free. And she really encouraged me to set aside six months to operate from the heart and to no longer set goals. And honestly, I looked at her and was like, okay, that sounds kind of nice, but also so woo-woo. And I'm sorry, but like you don't make a million dollars working only from the heart. You've got to have some goals so that you know where you're going. What about this vision board that I've been looking at for the last 20 years of my life? Like, lady, throw me a bone here. And she laughed and said, like, 
just give it a shot. Give it a shot because where you are right now, as you've told me, you're not very happy. So let's just try this other thing. And so the last six months, I've been trying this other thing. And let me tell you, it has been a game changer. However, in traditional Erin fashion, I didn't do it exactly how she told me to do it <laughs> because I was like, I can't actually operate without having anything to work on, without any sort of structure. So I won't create a measurable structure. I won't create something that could measure like making a certain amount of money or building a business to X number of employees or whatever it is, launching a course. Instead, I'm going to pick three words that I want to work on cultivating or building upon in my life. And the three words that I wrote down, I didn't even think about them for very long, were calm, healthy, and creatively expressed. Calm, healthy, and creatively expressed. And I started making decisions in my life over the last six months in order to foster more of this in my life. And luckily, my husband, who is absolutely amazing, was super on board with this. <laughs> we were very aligned with what we wanted to create in our life. And so by simply outlining those three words, I made the decision to step away from my Pilates studio, which I had been building for almost eight years. That was my sole source of income in order to give Rob Beautico a real shot, in order to give myself the time to fully creatively express myself, in order to not be so stretched in so many directions. And we also decided to give up our home in Vancouver to simplify and to live in Whistler, to live in Whistler where we were surrounded by nature, where it's a lot less busy, where we would have space to really you know, spend time as a family and for me to grow my business and to be in a space that would really facilitate and support that. And also to be in a space where my husband could ski an awful lot, which makes him really happy and therefore makes me happy. So just by outlining these three words, I made some very significant changes in my life. And let me tell you, it is feeling really, really good. Now, I also had a few different aha moments along the way, and I want to share them with you in this episode. And I want to help you understand why and how this stuff works so well. So as I've thought about this and really pondered what goal setting is all about, so often it feeds into this externally driven world that we live into. So often our goals are around things like our weight or having a material item like a home or that pair of shoes or the boat or whatever it is. Our goals are often revolved around money or something that a boss has set for us or established that we needed to be working on. And while it's great to have these goals, they can really pull us away from what it is that we're truly looking for, those core desired feelings that we're really hoping to foster. So let's talk about that for a second, okay? So has anybody here ever hit a goal and then realized it's actually not making me that happy or the entire time you were working towards that goal, you were super unhappy? I for sure have been there. And I have three examples of times in my life where I have accomplished a goal 
and was absolutely miserable. The first one we've talked about before many times has to do with my eating disorder and trying to obtain a certain body. I had a very specific goal weight in mind. It was one that was published in many magazines that sort of stated what the average model weighed. So that was my number that I wanted to reach. And I quickly calculated how many calories I needed to be eating in order to get to that place. That was my daily caloric intake that I allowed myself. And within a very short period of time, actually, I accomplished my goal that I had set out to, as I often do. I'm a motivated mofo when it comes to goal setting. (laughs) So I hit my goal. And along the way, I caught, I want to say caught, just the word that's coming to mind, an eating disorder. Literally, my obsession with hitting the goal started to make my mind go crazy. And I ended up with a raging eating disorder and continued to lose weight, couldn't get off the cycle that I created, couldn't remove myself from the habit loop, and got so sick, I ended up in the hospital for three months, absolutely miserable, super disconnected from a lot of my friends, unable to do the dance that I loved so much anymore. I had dropped out of you know soccer, all my school sports, everything. I was absolutely miserable, afraid unhealthy, lonely, all the things that are the exact opposite of what I was hoping to find. Okay, that's example one. Example two has to do with relationships, which some of you will probably relate to a little bit (laughs) in my 20s. (laughs) I dated a few guys looking for love, looking for validation, looking for value in all the wrong places. And it's not to say that the guys were wrong, but they were wrong for me. At one point, I dated for over a year a very famous actor. I'm not going to say his name. He was about 17 years older than me. Super famous, very well off, amazing homes in some beautiful places around the world. And, you know, I was swept off my feet in a way, but also like he was so wrong for me, not interested in any of the things that I cared about, disconnected from how you actually treat a woman and really like at the end of the day, not that interested in me. I think probably in, over the course of that entire year, he maybe asked me five questions about myself, <laughs> but I was so caught up in being validated and valued by an individual who had fame. I felt because he was somebody in the eyes of society that that might maybe make me somebody. And what I actually found in that place was that I turned into this incredibly insecure psycho, like doing all the things, stalking on Instagram, Googling where he was in the world, like all the crazy shit that we do as girls when the guy is not right for us and when we're not really truly feeling our own self-love. I did it. I did it all. And it was horrible. Like it was, if I were to, I'm going to get my friend Megan on here at some point so she can tell you about, (laughs) she's been with me through all of these cycles of my life what I was like in that stage. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't true love, even though I thought it was. And yeah, we'll just leave it at that. The third time was when I'd set these really ambitious goals for my business life. And it was all happening at the same time as I was having my babies and that I had two miscarriages. And I was so set on accomplishing these goals that I totally disconnected from all the signs that my body was giving me, the cold sores, the shingles, the stomach flus, all of the things that it was, you know, screaming at me to slow down and to stop and to listen and to rebalance. And I avoided listening to it until 
it yelled so loudly that I literally had no choice but to listen to the point where I was knocked off my feet. You can go back to the episode on self-love to really dig into that whole piece of the story. But long story short, it resulted in an awful burnout that has taken me over a year to kind of recover from. So I'm telling you all of these stories, hoping that in some way you might be able to relate to one or more of them and to understand that when we set these goals for ourselves, when I chose to lose the weight or when I was in that relationship that wasn't right for me or when I was aiming for that business success that I was, you know, disconnecting from my body from, when we set these goals, we're not actually searching for the weight loss or the relationship or the financial success. We're searching for the feeling that is going to come from that outcome. If we get the money and we feel like crap, it's not worth anything. If we lose the weight and we're sitting there all alone, it doesn't mean anything. What we're hoping is when we get the money or when we get the love or when we get the proposal or whatever it is, that we're going to feel loved, that we're going to feel happy, that we're going to feel calm, that we're going to feel freedom, whatever it is that we're looking for. Money is an arbitrary construct, but we've built up beliefs in our mind about what it means. And that belief is that we'll feel a certain way when we get it. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, Country anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B A B B E L dot com slash talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. 
I just want to push pause for a second to tell you about Danielle Laporte's new Desire Map course that is now available on Commune. If you're enjoying this episode and really want to do a deep dive into discovering your core desired feelings and activating them in your own life, click the link in our show notes to find more about her incredible new course. I'd also like to invite you to join our exclusive Facebook group. It's totally free. It's called Stepping Into Self-Love, where we've built an incredible supportive community with thousands of women like you who are on the journey to self-love. You'll get extra support from me, tools, exclusive interviews with health and wellness experts, and lots of extra information to keep you on track. I have a spot waiting for you, so click the link in the show notes and come join us. Okay, so what do we do with this information? You're sitting here thinking like, I'm not giving up my goal to lose five pounds by the summer or I am not going to do X, Y, or Z. Are you just sitting here telling me to become lazy and to not strive for anything in life? And no, that is not what I'm saying at all by any means. But what I want to do is to establish those core desired feelings that you truly want in life. And then we're going to start making decisions and setting our life around those. We're going to use them as the foundation for the choices that we make in life moving forward. And I can guarantee when you set your foundation with those core desired feelings that you're looking for and you start to make choices based around those, life is going to feel way, way better. And it's going to feel way better, way faster. You're no longer going to be waiting to hit that external driver in order to start feeling it. You can start feeling it today, like actually today. Okay. So the first step in this process is to write a list of goals or things that you really want to achieve in life, things that you might be working towards right now. And if you don't already have this list already, you know, in your mind or written down somewhere, take a moment to do it now. It doesn't have to be pretty. You don't have to spend hours writing this stuff down. It's already somewhere subconsciously in the back of your mind. So just grab a blank piece of paper and start jotting things down. Okay. Go do that right now. Press pause on this and then come back. Okay. So you've got your list or you're going to make your list later on after you finish listening to this whole episode, whatever floats your boat. All right, now take a look at the list and item by item, ask yourself, what is the feeling I'm hoping to find by accomplishing this goal? What is the feeling I'm hoping to find by accomplishing this goal? So if one of your goals is the weight loss, are you hoping to feel seen by your partner? Are you hoping to find love? Are you hoping to find strength? Are you hoping to find inner peace? What is the feeling that you want to find by accomplishing the goal? Are you looking for freedom? Are you looking for a sense of calm? Do you want confidence? Do you want love? Do you want to be seen? Are you looking for strength? Are you trying to find your voice? I want you to list anywhere between two to four words. If a bunch of words are coming up, write them all down and then really just try and pick out two to four that are speaking to you the most. That is an amount that is going to be easy enough for your mind to metabolize and to work and focus on. If we have a list of like 10, as Danielle Laporte said, it's just too much. You're going to be like ping-ponging all over the place. So my words for 2019 were calm, healthy, and creatively expressed. Now, these words that you 
define or that you decide to be your words are going to set the foundation for choices that you're going to make moving forward. So it's really important that we get them right. If you feel like you need help or you want a little bit more guidance on this, Danielle Laporte is offering a free online course through the program Commune. We're going to have a link to it in our show notes. It takes about an hour to go through it. You can do it anytime between May 20th to May 30th. And it's a one hour course led by Danielle. She's going to help you to really hone in what your core desired feelings are. Okay. Once you've got your words or these feelings that you're wanting to cultivate in your life right now, we're going to get down to business. Okay. It's time to start practicing them in your own life. I want you to ask yourself, what are some small micro ways that you can start cultivating or making space for these in your life right now? What can you say or do or create or practice in order to feel those core desired feelings right now? So if confidence is something that you're looking for, can you practice speaking to yourself compassionately? Can you make a list of things that you're really good at and schedule in some time to do these things? Maybe you're going to try something new And you know, if you're able to try that new thing, if you're able to tackle it, it's going to instill some confidence in you. So I really want you to take that list and start thinking of little ways that you can incorporate those things into your life right now. Now, that might mean you have to cancel some things that are currently in your schedule to make space for them. It might mean that you have to practice new ways of having conversations with your boss or your loved ones or your friends. Now, In this episode, I'm going to share how we can use our core feelings as filters for decision-making in our life so that we can really start to take these three words and apply them in the day-to-day. But I'm also going to release a bonus episode right after this with a super powerful meditation that's really going to help you create new habits and patterns in your life. They're going to help you connect at a cellular level to these desired core feelings that you want. Because it's really easy to say, you know, I want to feel calm in my life. And then the day hits and you're like, nothing about that day felt calm. (laughs) Or I totally reacted in a way that I didn't want to react. So there's some really beautiful tools that I'm going to share in the next episode. It's a short and sweet one that will allow you to start to make some changes in your body at a cellular level so that your actions can be more aligned with these core desired feelings that you are hoping to cultivate in your own life. So how do we apply this concept to the real world? Because as nice as it would be to just, you know, focus on love and calm and health, I don't know about you, but I have some bills to pay and kids to feed and (laughs) mortgage and all of that kind of stuff, which I'm very grateful for. But we have to bring this concept into reality. It's a really simple idea. Basically, those core desired feelings that you outlined are going to become filters for the decisions that you make in life. So if you're putting together a business plan right now and you're working on your financials, you can still set targets. You can still set goals, but you're going to take those goals and those targets, and you're going to run them through your filters, which are your core desired feelings. You're going to ask. So for example, for me, we're super excited to be launching an online store soon. And we're also going to be back in biz with our online group coaching course. Now, if I'm keeping my core desired feelings in mind and I was to decide, you know, we'll launch our store in June and we'll launch the course in July. 
Could we do that? Yes. Could I do that and still feel calm, healthy, and creatively expressed? I would for sure feel creatively expressed, but I can guarantee my health and my level of calm would take a huge hit. So instead, I go back to the drawing board and I think about in what way could I do this so I'm still expressing myself based on those core desired feelings. So instead, we're going to aim to, and it's who knows if we'll actually end up here, we might change it down the road again, quite dedicated to these core feelings now. But our goal is to launch a group course in September and to launch our store the end of November. And to me, that feels very doable. That timeline allows me to still keep my health in check, to remain calm. It gives us enough time and space to do things properly. And of course, it allows me to creatively express myself. Now, if you are putting together a health plan and with this health plan, you're really hoping to feel a greater sense of self-love, but you've noticed that your health plan is very strict. You've decided you can only eat X, Y, and Z, and you're working out five days a week, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care if you have a sore throat. I don't care if, you know, whatever happens, you've got your period and you're crampy, you are going to work out. If you start to notice that your plan isn't really aligned with this core desired feeling of self-love, we have to shift it. What would it feel like for me to have a health plan that was based on self-love? What if I decided that every day I'm going to move my body, but I'm going to move it in the way that feels right for me. So some days that might mean I go to a spin class and some days I might lie on the floor while I'm watching Kardashians and do some gentle stretching for 15 minutes because I'm tired and crampy and that's all my body wants to do. Would that feel like a health plan that was more rooted in self-love? What if you told yourself you were going to eat really nourishing foods that gave you energy? That if you wanted a handful of chips or a piece of chocolate in the middle of the day, that it's okay. It's not the end of the world. We'll move back to energizing foods afterwards. That probably feels much more based in self-love than the alternative option. So all we do with these words is we start to make choices that are aligned with them. And as we live from a place that is rooted in these core desired feelings, we start to attract more of that into our life. And we literally change the trajectory of our life within these small little decisions that we make every single day. So your homework from this episode, should you choose to accept it, none of you knew you were going back to school and getting homework, but here we are, is to dig deep, to identify your core desired feelings, two to four of them, pretty please, Go check out Danielle Laporte's free e-course to help you define what they are if you need a little extra help. Link to show notes where you can find the link to sign up for that course. Get your core desired feelings. And then I want you to start to put them into practice in your life, filtering choices, your schedule, decisions that you're making through the core desired feelings to make sure that it's aligned. Asking yourself each and every day, how can I be cultivating more of this in my life today? Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, all of this sounds amazing, I've tried it out, but I still am not feeling the self-love or I'm still not feeling those core desired feelings that I want to day to day. I'm just seeming like I'm reacting differently and it's not how I want to react, but it just like it's become a habit. 
Then the next episode is for you. It is a beautiful meditation that you can do anywhere in the shower, in the car. It takes about five minutes and it is going to help you connect your habits to those desired outcomes that you truly want so that you can expedite the process from getting to point A to point B where you really want to be today. So hop on over to that next bonus episode. It contains, as I said, beautiful meditation. You can do it anywhere. And I can't wait to see you over there. All right, everyone, that is it for this episode. But please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single show. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to leave a review, take a screenshot and share it on social tagging at Raw Beauty Talks so that other people can listen too. We'll be regramming your posts every week. As we wrap things up, remember your body is different than any other body out there. So as you listen to these episodes, keep tuning back into yourself to see what truly resonates for you. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.